Greetings, and thank you for joining me for quite excellent episode number 13. Today we'll be exploring The Wounded Cupid, a 16th century BCE poem from Greek poet Anacreon, which I found in the 1936 collection called An Anthology of World Poetry, to be read on Monday, February 12th. In class, I make use of an anthology of world poetry because it includes dozens of poems from regions and cultures and peoples throughout the world. And there's something humanizing about seeing poetry encompassing thousands of years of human history. Thousands of years ago, man was just as concerned with their relationships with nature, God, morality, leisure, friendship, love, food, humor as we are today. Over the course of the year, I try to read a few poems from each of the many cultures represented in this collection, and and as I was paging through the Greek selections, the wounded Cupid stood out. It is playful and legitimately funny in a way that many people don't associate with poetry. I, (laughs) I know I didn't before I started spending time with the form. Because of this humor, the approachable translation by Robert Herrick and the unquestionably familiar topic, especially to teens, of the pangs of love, this poem about Cupid's own ironic discomfort seems ideal. So let's get to the poem. The Wounded Cupid. Cupid, as he lay among roses, by a bee was stung. Whereupon in anger, flying to his mother, said, thus crying, Help, oh help, your boys are dying. And why, my pretty lad, said she. Then blubbering, replied he, A winged snake has bitten me, which country people call a bee. At which she smiled, then with her hairs and kisses, drying up his tears, alas, said she, My wag, if this such a pernicious torment is, come, tell me then how great's the smart of those thou woundest with thy dart. So we have this image of Cupid, known for shooting people with arrows or darts and calling them, uh, causing them, rather, to fall not just into love, but into desire, like unquenchable thirst for intimacy and affection. And traditionally, he does this without remorse. He is pretty unkind in his assault on our relationships and our emotional attachments to others. And there isn't a single person that I can think of that hasn't experienced this, that hasn't wanted someone, that hasn't crushed on someone that hasn't been arguably too creepy paying attention to them when they weren't looking because you just can't stop thinking about them. And that hurts. Uh, You feel ignored, you feel invisible, you feel small, you feel like you can't control yourself or thoughts or body sometimes. And so we have Cupid here who's suffering a microcosm of what this is. It's the tiniest possible fragment of what this is. He's been stung by a bee, which means he's feeling that initial prick of the skin, and that's it. A little bit of pain, 
but none of the the lingering confusion and horror and and want no it's just a little bit of pain and at this he comes to his mother venus the goddess of love and he announces that he's dying that he the one who puts people in so much pain who puts them through trials that emotionally devastate them and weaken them and make them vulnerable cupid is mildly injured and so he believes that he shall die and of course venus is well aware of this irony how ridiculous it would be he is so totally incapable of empathy for those that he afflicts and she asks him at the end to consider those people how wounded are they how much do they suffer if they're his arrows his darts are arguably worse than this prick of a bee which he describes or i guess she describes as a pernicious torment like an unending like ceaseless torment really offensive torment if that's what a bee is to him imagine what he's been doing to the rest of us we will be reading the wounded cupid from anacreon on monday february 12th 2018 if you enjoy this podcast, have suggestions, or would like me to direct an eye toward a particular poem or poetic device, leave a comment on lightandteaches.com. The content of this podcast is used under copyright law, chapter 1, section 110, as a companion to in-class instructional activities and the ownership of these texts remain with their stated authors. Thank you for joining me for episode 13 of this podcast. I hope that between now and the next time you hear from me, you discover and savor a few things that you yourself find quite excellent. <laughs>